the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SK with PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. K&B Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty. Group, Ottawa Gas Company, Servpro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. Evan Sloan, double team on him. To Dante Ward, jumper from inside the arc is good. And warm greetings from Western High School, somewhere between Parma and Spring Arbor. Coldwater Cardinal girls and boys basketball on the air. It's the Cardinals taking on the Western Panthers. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coach Mike Murphy. Should be an exciting girls basketball contest. And uh, not to tease uh, anything uh, coming up later on in our broadcast, but we will announce the winner of our uh, listeners' choice polling during halftime of tonight's girls basketball game. Hey, good evening, everyone. Yes, uh, been a lot of voting on that as well. Good to see that kind of participation, and uh, that will be fun to uh, look forward to for Tuesday night. We have a total of 654 responses when we closed off the voting at 5 this afternoon. Uh, We'll take this two-minute break and preview the girls' basketball contest between Coldwater and Western. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! If you're a farmer, your land is your work site. Maybe hunting land, or maybe your home, but mostly your land is your investment. Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater knows that your land is your legacy. And to grow it, you may want to expand. How do you do that with rising interest rates and record low inventory? You contact us here at Midwestern Realty Group. We are opportunity creators. As our name implies, we are a group, a team really, of 18 real estate professionals. With over 300 combined years of experience, that works for you. Half our team owns lake property and or vacant land. 
win. All of our team owns property. We know what we're doing through the highs and lows of real estate sales. We're one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. Put our team and experience to work for you. For farmland, vacant land, vacation and hunting land, or for your dream home. We're ready to provide you opportunity. I'm Jill. I'm Doug. I'm Carrie. Michelle here. I'm Sharon. And this is Jim Bowers. And we are Midwestern Realty Group at 685 East Chicago Road in Coldwater and online at MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Western High School outside of Parma, outside of Spring Arbor. Sean Watson, Mike Murphy here. Justin Lopshire back in the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. Uh, we're coming to you by uh, Google Meet. Uh, uh, one of the difficulties coming out here to Western uh, High School, uh, the cell phone service uh, is not great. And an added difficulty was the fact that every school in the Jackson County Intermediate School District, including Western, uh, had to deal with that cyber attack back in December, so they've tightened up on the security, and I just want to give a tip of the hat to uh, facilities coordinator and softball head coach Tanya Bassett, along with Western Athletic Director Scott Farley for helping us get on air tonight. Very accommodating, and and actually, you know, my phone's uh, stronger than in past years here, so maybe uh, maybe they've got a few things figured out with that, and uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Because you're on Verizon, too, same as I, and same yeah. as uh, how we normally broadcast our basketball games. But uh, we're here, and we're a few minutes away from Coldwater Girls Basketball against Western. Of course, the Lady Cards now tie for first in the Interstate 8 with the Northwest Mounties at 9-1. and one. The Lady Cards 16-1 and one overall. After a big win at Northwest on Tuesday night, 57-51. Boy, was it ever. Uh, just uh, Coach Smoker couldn't be more proud of his uh, squad after that game. And they had to come in as a bit of an underdog. And, and then to come from behind in the fourth quarter, hit free throws down the stretch, it was just a huge win. Ellie Foley led the way with 20 points, five rebounds, five assists, two steals, including the uh, court from just behind the half-court line. It was actually right around the 10-foot line on the volleyball court boundaries, court markings, that she launched with a seven-tenths of a second left on the scoreboard clock to end the first half, and it dropped uh, to give the Cardinals a four-point lead heading into uh, the halftime break. Boy, and those late baskets can really send momentum uh, ahead, you know, for the next half or next quarter, and yeah, it sure did in that case. Ellie Anderson had 17 points, four rebounds. Maya Porter with eight points, led the team in rebounds. Uh, Actually, she was second on the team in rebounds with six to go along with four assists and a block. Coley Burkhart led the team in rebounds with eight to go along with her five points. Riley Van Aken, seven points and three assists. Ellie Foley up to 10.4 points, 4.8 rebounds a game. Maya Porter, 8.6 points, 5.6 rebounds a game. And... We have to keep reminding ourselves that they're, these are mostly freshmen and sophomores doing it for Coach Ken Smoker. Boy, and the two alleys really uh, took the scoring uh, by the horns there on that game. Uh, between 20 and 17, 37 points between the two alleys. And, uh, boy, they, they were all important. Meanwhile, the Western Panthers are in third place in the Interstate 8 at 6-3. and three. 
They're nine and eight overall. Last Friday, they won against Penfield here, 59 to 23, behind 13 points from Raya Hitt. 10 from Nicole Shelberg. She also had seven rebounds. 10 from Kaylee Adams. Six boards to go along with that. Then on Wednesday, uh, they had a makeup game up at Division Three, number one, Ypsilanti Arbor Prep. And all indications were that that game was super rugged. The Panthers lost to the Gators 72-41. to Aubrey Allen was the leading scorer for Western that night, 11.6 rebounds. Bailey Stewart, 9 points, 3 rebounds, 3 steals. Palmer Fortress, 5 points, 4 rebounds, and a couple of assists. Notably absent among the top scorers was uh, Rhea Hitt, who uh, had been averaging uh, 17 points a game through the first uh, quarter of the season. Uh, Rhea Hitt only scored 2 points, along with Maddie Wolf and Nicole Shelberg. Uh, Kaylee Adams, two points, two rebounds, and a bloody nose. We'll take this two-minute break and be back with the starting lineups and our keys to the game. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. People are talking about Advantage One RV. Bought my camper at Advantage One. I saved thousands. We found the perfect RV for our family, and I won't even tell you how much money we saved because it sounds like I'm bragging. All I can say is I'm glad we shopped Advantage One RV first. I shopped Advantage One RV first. What a deal I got. You have your eye on a shiny new RV, but have you given any thought to a like new pre-owned model? Chase Halet here to remind you, shop Advantage One RV brokers first. I'm Vanessa Halet. We keep saying that, and it sounds like a broken record, but you can't believe how much you'll save. Are you thinking about selling your RV? I'm Mary Kayla. And I'm Mylon Hala. It's easy. Think of Advantage One RV Brokers. Just how easy is selling your RV? Tell them, kids. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It can't get any easier than that. So what have we learned? Before you buy, check out Advantage One first. One mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69, Coldwater. Shop Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving somewhere warmer when you retire? Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help make your retirement goals a reality. Let's talk about where you are, where you want to be, and how you get there. Together, we can plan for the expected and make sure you're ready for the unexpected. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing, and Embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing, and Embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Here's the starting lineup for tonight's varsity girls basketball game. First for the Coldwater Cardinals, 16-1 overall, 9-1 in the Interstate 8 under head coach Ken Smoker. It's his regular starting lineup. In the backcourt, Riley Van Aken, a 5'6 freshman, Ellie Foley, a 5'8 sophomore, and Coley Burkhardt, a 5'10 freshman in the backcourt. Up front, Ellie Anderson, 6'4 sophomore, and Maya Porter, a 5'10 freshman. For the Western Panthers, 9-8 overall, 6-3 in the Interstate 8 under their head coach, Gina Fortress. We have her daughter, Palmer Fortress, a 5'6 junior, Maddie Wolf, a 5'4 senior, 
Bailey Stewart, a 5'8 sophomore, Rhea Hitt, a 5'8 freshman, and Nicole Shelberg, a 5'8 senior. Keys of the game, Murph, as they turn off the gym lights and have the spotlights going behind us for the introduction of the Western girls. Yeah. Let's hear about know. your keys of the game. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna if anyone's gonna be able to hear these, but um, let's uh, let's just tune into the introductions for a moment. All right, here, here we go, the lights are back on. Well, Parma really likes to change up their defense as Coach Smoker was concerned about. They play a few different zones and some traps and man-to-man, -man, so just that the uh, Cardinals can recognize those and get into the offense. Also, the transition defense. Uh, Parma likes to get out and run, push the pace, and then, of course, keep an eye on Rhea Hit. The outstanding freshman. The Coldwater Cardinals win the tip. They're moving from left to right across your radio, dial on the road. Reds with the white numerals and trim. It looks like Western's immediately starting out in a 2-3 zone. Riley Van Aken to Ellie Foley, right corner. Fake the three, bounce it up top to Maya Porter. Lob it inside. Now back out to Anderson. To the corner, left side. Yeah, we got a ball knocked away. I couldn't see the referee kind of scream me out there. It's going to be cold water ball. It was knocked away by the Panthers. Foley inbounds to Van Aken. Now bounce it to Ellie Foley. Up top, Coley Burkhart trying to go weak side on the right. Ball stolen. Maddie Wolf comes up with a steal. Bounce it to the right wing. Hit. Now sideline left to Bailey Stewart. Coley Burkhart on her on the man to man defense. Bounce pass, it's picked up by Coldwater's Coley Burkhart. So each team exchanging a turnover early. Maya Porter bounces it to Ellie Foley on the left wing. Cross quarter to an open Ellie Anderson right corner. And now Van Aken inside, Burkhart back out to Van Aken on the wing right side now to Foley. Ellie Foley on the left wing. Minute and five seconds into this game, no score from here at Western High School. Foley thought about the three once again. Instead, get the ball to Maya Porter on the left wing. Did Western switch up their defense this time around, Murph? Well, they uh, are man-to-man -to, -man to begin. First possession, they were showing a zone. Ball comes to Coley Burkhart. Going over the back, trying to rip the ball away was Nicole Shelberg. And what do we have? A three-second call? Uh, jump ball and the possession goes to the Panthers. Inbound to Maddie Wolf. Wolf is met by Riley Van Aken past the half court line. Bounce pass in traffic. Ball on the deck. Ball taken away by Anderson. Ripped away from Bailey Stewart. Now here come the Cardinals. They won the run. Get the ball to Van Aken left wing. Now a three pointer from deep downtown Parma. Missed wide left, but the Cardinals get it back. Porter swings the ball to Anderson right corner. Now inside to Burkhart trying to post up. She's blocked, she's fouled, and she'll go up for two. 
Nice pass from the right corner by Ellie Anderson and a cut by Burkhart. It's got her shooting two. Hit picks up the first foul of the game with 5.59 left in the first quarter. Yeah, that's the student section to our immediate right, in case you couldn't tell. Did not rattle Coley Burkhardt at all as she got the first of two. Coley Burkhardt in the free throw line, almost at 62% coming in, 21 of 34. Second of two. Looked like she short-armed her, but the rainbow drops. It's 2-0 Coldwater. Great form by Coley on both those. Palmer Fortress. Handing off. Now the bounce pass goes out to the left wing. Bailey Stewart, pass blocked. Ball comes back inside to Stewart, or it's underhanded to Fortress. Now cross court it to hit on the right wing. Whistle, and we're going to get a Coldwater foul first of the game. Yeah, and it's on Foley. Cardinals really moving on defense. Underneath, going to be a Western. Underneath their own basket. Wolf shoots from the left corner, left it short. A shot from the arc, and here comes Coldwater. Van Aken moves top of the key, bounce it right wing to Maya Porter. Swing the ball to Van Aken. She launches a three-pointer and drains it. It's kind of continuing the uh, theme from uh, Tuesday night against the Northwest. Cardinals made nine trays. They currently lead 5-0, and they got another steal. Van Aiken to Foley. Sideline left in front of the Western bench. Maya Porter to Anderson. Inside to Coley Burkhart. Blocked, and a loose ball tracked down by Hit. Hit gets the ball to Fortress. And now hit on the right wing. Open, launches, and misses a three-pointer off the back of the rim. Tracking down the rebound is Bailey Stewart, and she throws the ball away. Was looking for Palmer Fortress. It went over her hands. Palmer finally tracks the ball down for the over and back. Yep, so here we go now. now what do you think of the first three and a half minutes of this uh, game with Coldwater up 5 nothing? Well, a good start by the Cardinals. Really good talking and moving defensively. Forced four turnovers on the Panthers already. Compared to how many turnovers do you have for Coldwater right now? A couple. Maya Porter is looking and finally finds Ellie Foley in front of the Western bench. Sideline left. Moves at top of the key. The ball comes to Burkhart. Now Porter on the right wing. Clogged up by Bailey Stewart. Ball comes back to Riley Van Aken. Burkhart to Porter. Porter, Maya Porter is on the right wing. Ball swung around to the left wing. Van Aken to Anderson. Open left corner tray. Bounces off the back of the rim. Battle for the rebound was won by Nicole Shelberg, who had a few inches on the other girls in that scrum. Long pass to Ray hit. Bounce pass comes back out to Ellie Foley. And uh, where are we going to get it? Maybe a no. We're actually going to have a... Western foul, Nicole Shellberg. As I was noticing, Ellie Foley on her knees trying to keep the dribble. Yeah, another turnover. That Cardinal defense impressive here in the early going. 
And a 30-second timeout has been taken, I think. Yeah, okay, Coldwater took that 30-second timeout. 3.53 left in the first quarter. 5-0. Coldwater on top. Have steals by Foley, Anderson, Burkhardt, and Maya in this first four minutes. A couple of rebounds and just some, uh, of course, it's early and the Cardinals with just five points, but so far they've shut out. The Panthers, we've got 44, Aubrey Allen into the lineup for the Panthers. A big big girl who had a good game last time out. She was a call-up from the JVs at some point during the season, uh, evidently. Aubrey Allen actually led the scoring with 11.6 rebounds in the loss to Arbor Prep on Wednesday. Yep, one of the uh, Panther officials came over to give us her numbers. She was not on the roster. Probably her father. Here's a three-pointer left corner good for Maya Porter. And the Cardinals, just like that, are up 8-0. Under three and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter. Panthers having all sorts of difficulty moving the ball around. The shot was taken left baseline off the rim and the ball out of bounds to the Panthers. Yeah, Allen really gives the Panthers some size in there. She's got a couple inches on uh, Coley. Inbound pass was intercepted by Maya Porter, who finds Ellie uh, Foley in the backcourt. Porter to Anderson, now back to Maya, launches another three-pointer from the right wing. It was missed, one and done, hit with a rebound. Hit, stops at the right elbow, now takes off to the baseline, try the high bank shot, no good, rebound put back, finally drops for Maddie Wolf. It's 8-2, Coldwater. Western finally getting their first points of the night. Long pass to Ellie Anderson, right corner, comes inside. Burkhart trying to get it back outside, the pass was intercepted by Fortress. Fortress stops between the circles, gets the ball to Allen. Allen bounce pass was looking for Kaylee Adams, a 5'6 junior who also checked in during the cold water timeout. Went past her and out of bounds. Bella Brushaber, a 5'4 junior, now in for the Panthers. Coldwater brings in Kara Miller, 5'5 junior. Coldwater up 8-2, two, two and a half minutes left in the first quarter. From here at Western High School, and we're so glad you're listening on this Friday night. Van Aken bounce pass to Maya Porter on the elbow, draws a double team. One of that double team is going to get whistled for the foul. How much you want to bet it's Allen? <laughs> I was right. That's her first team third. Good job by Maya to dribble out of that double team. Foley to inbound. Try to get it to Ellie Anderson. It was off her hand, stolen by hit. Here comes Palmer Fortress. Meets up with a double team. Forces up a shot and gets it to go. How about that? Yeah, nice move. Boy, most of the Panthers' shots have been of the desperation variety against this defense by the Cardinals. Eight to four, Coldwater. Here's Foley. Bob the ball to Anderson. 15-foot jumper from the left baseline is good. 10-4, good buddy. Coldwater up on the Western Panthers. Minute 42 left to play first quarter. Rushaber, left wing. Try to get it to the right wing. A streak and a layup good for Fortress. 
That time they got an opening, got through the Cardinal defense, 10 to six. Back and forth we go. Foley passes to Van Aken, she's on the right wing. Miller back to Van Aken, three-pointer. Almost banked it in, ball tipped into Hitt's hands. So Hitt comes up with a rebound behind the back dribble, trying to break away from her defenders. Pass comes right corner to Fortress. Now back to Hitt, she drives baseline, leaves it short, rebound, put back, good for Allen. Coldwater wants to take a timeout with 58.9 seconds left to play in the first quarter. The Cardinals came out to an 8-0 lead, but now it's 10-8. Coldwater still leading, but uh, Westerns claw their way back into this one. They have. They've had a couple of nice looks, and they're moving better offensively. They, they were kind of blitzed by the Cardinals those first few minutes, but they kind of seem to have their legs under them a little now and know what they want to do. Um, the big JV call-up, Aubrey Allen, I believe he said she's a freshman. Boy, she's had an impact. That was a really nice move by her to get an offensive rebound. The Cardinals now come out of the timeout. Tara Miller, our only sub of the game at this point for the Cardinals. Ellie Foley now across the timeline. Bounce it to Van Aken on the right wing. Double team on her. Western uh, change up their defenses here. Porter gets out of trouble. Now back to the perimeter. Yeah, they went to a zone last time down. Bounce pass to Anderson. Get it to Van Aken. Almost stolen by hit. Now back to Anderson. Long two. Right corner is just short. Rebound by Kaylee Adams. In transition, the pass comes to Palmer Fortress. A one-on-three break. I thought she took the shot too far away from the basket. It hits the side of the glass and the rebound by Coldwater. Van Aiken moving off a screen on the right elbow set by Maya Porter. We get a whistle and a Western foul. Yeah, nice job, Riley. Taking it right down the lane through the foul. Brush Haber with her first and the team fourth. Foley to inbound. 19.6 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Ball is tossed in the backcourt. Kara Miller catches up to it. Brush Aber goes back to defender. Now Miller across the timeline. 12 seconds left in the quarter. Pass intended to go to Ellie Anderson on the right corner. It was deflected, hauled in by Aubrey Allen. Now Western with a chance to tie. Kaylee Adams is blocked. Cardinals come up with a steal. How about another magic shot from... <laughs> at the 10-foot line of the volleyball court. It falls short, so Coldwater leads Western 10-8 in girls basketball after the first quarter. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lyons, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. You love her. You love her a lot. 
And Culey's Jewelry is engagement ring or promise ring you've been looking for with engagement rings starting at $599 and promise rings starting at $79. Culey's has a huge selection of Valentine's jewelry and gifts like their 24-karat gold trim roses. Many colors to choose from. Reserve yours today. They have heart-shaped jewelry starting at $49 and willow tree figurines starting at $20. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Running scoring totals after the first eight minutes. Riley Van Aken with three. Ellie Anderson with two. Coley Burkhart with two. Maya Porter with three. That's Coldwater's ten points. For Western, Palmer Fortress with four. Two for Maddie Wolf. Two for Aubrey Allen. None yet for Rhea Hitt. Western ball as they get the steal. Coldwater had it to start the quarter. In transition, Kaylee Adams overshoots the basket, and we get a jump ball possession arrow to the Panthers. Turnovers that first quarter. Eight on the Panthers, five on the Cardinals. Ball was stolen away from Bella Brushaber by Riley Van Aken, and here comes Coldwater. Kara Miller dishes to Ellie Foley, launches a three-pointer. It's short off the rim, chasing down the rebound. It was Miller. Maya Porter now inside to Coley Burkhardt, doubled up. Comes back to the perimeter. Riley Van Aken left wing, right side it comes to Miller. Now Foley's on the right corner. Ball back to Miller. Van Aken bounce it to the free throw line to Burkhardt. Maya Porter cross courts it to Foley on the right wing. Burkhart back to Foley, top of the key. Van Aken around to Miller, trying to get the ball to Maya Porter. It was slapped away into the Western bench. Well, your thoughts on the first eight minutes plus of this game, Murph? Well, it's been a hard-fought one. You know, the Cardinals were, uh, were doing well early, and it's been pretty even since then. Foley is between the circles with the ball. On the weave, it's handed off to Kara Miller. She moves top of the key, tried to get the ball to Van Aken. It was deflected by hit. Van Aken does come up with it. Porter back to Miller. Cross quarter to Foley. Around to Van Aken. Right corner, Trey. Rolls off the rim. Battle for the rebound. Won by Aubrey Allen. Long pass ahead to Rhea Hit. Hits on the right wing. With Foley guarding her. Now bouncing inside and Nicole Schellberg who came in. She runs into a double team, gets out of trouble, cross-courts the ball to the left baseline, a drive by Bailey Stewart. She's fouled. Burkhart with her first foul, just the team's second compared to four fouls up on the board for the Panthers. Yeah, Western really moving the ball much more uh, confidently, aggressively here in this uh, last few minutes. Cardinals uh, look to have a little more trouble against the Panthers zone down here since they went to the zone. Stewart missed both of her free throws. Here come the Cardinals looking to build on to this 10-8 lead. No scoring yet in this quarter. Here's a jumper left elbow. Rolls off the rim. Does not go in for Kara Miller. Ball tipped to Aubrey Allen. Well, the Panthers look to have a little bit of a size advantage on the Cardinals right now. Cross-court pass to Rhea Hit. She's sideline right in front of the Coldwater bench. 5.53 left to play in the first half. Now cross-court it again. Left corner three. Brushaver misses. Battle for the rebound. 
almost won by Riley Van Aken. It was taken away by Bailey Stewart. Now Ray ahead on the right wing with the ball. Cross quarter to Shelbert, left corner. Now inside, turnaround shot by Brushaver, blocked by Burkhart. Loose ball, picked up by Hit on the right wing. Driving inside to Aubrey Allen, and she scores. We're tied at 10s. Panthers getting uh, some effective looks by going way cross court. They continually throwing long cross court passes that are working for them. Van Aken on the right corner. Back between the circles to Miller, Van Aken to Foley on the left wing. I haven't seen many inside shots from the Cardinals yet tonight, have we? No, and, and they have not been hitting from deep so far, just one three. The Cardinals throw the ball away, turning it over to the Panthers. Now, it's helpful to remember what happened the first time the Cardinals and Panthers faced each other back on January 6th. The Cardinal girls won the contest 34-29 to despite making only five field goals the entire night. Danica Cox checking in for Maya. Kara Miller out as well. Danica Cox is a 5'8 freshman, adds a little bit of size. Jumper from inside the arc left wing, missed by Bailey Stewart. Cardinals come up with it. Yeah, back on January 6th, the Cardinals were only 5 of 27 shooting. They won it at the free throw line. They finished 22 of 34 in that uh, 34-29 victory. Tie ball game right now. Long jumper from inside the arc by Ellie Anderson was missed. In transition, Bailey Stewart gives Western their first lead of the night. Boy, Bailey Stewart, a 5'8 sophomore. Really good body control there to get that pass and get it up with the left hand. Cox on the right elbow out to Foley. Launches a three-pointer off the rim, no good. Anderson gets the rebound that time. Good boxing out in front of Allen. Now the ball comes to Foley. Ball swung to Burkhart. Get it to Cox. She is doubled up. Back to Van Aken. 3.50 left to play in this quick-moving first half. It's Western 10, uh, 12 and Coldwater 10. Westerns went back to man-to-man. They're switching things up. Long pass to Van Aken. Left wing moves to the right blocks. Back out to Anderson on the corner. Allen is fronting her. All comes to Foley, and we get a quick and somewhat silly reaching foul committed by Allen, her first in the team fifth. Allen's made a difference since uh, she's come into the game on the board. She looks to be about, uh, she's got to be six feet. 3.32 left to play in the first half. Annika Cox inbounds to Ellie Foley. Ball swung to Coley Burkhardt on the left corner. Back to the right wing. Foley. Anderson back to Foley on the right wing. Try to get it to the elbow. Cox draws a foul. That's going to be six team fouls now on the Western Panthers. The first on Maddie Wolf. Ray Hitt's going to come in for the Panthers. Coach uh, Gina Fortress uh, using her bench liberally here. She's had, I think she's had about 10 people in already. Pass comes from Coley Burkhardt to Danica Cox. Has to toss it out to Ellie Anderson. Now Van Aken to the right oh, nice. wing. Foley into Maya Porter. Ball almost stolen by Aubrey Allen, but Foley comes up with it. Gets it inside to Cox. Trying to get it back out to Cousin Coley. Up top. 
Three-pointer, top of the key, off the back of the rim. No good for Foley. And to add insult to injury, there's a foul inside on Coldwater. Cox with her first and the team third. Danica's got to take that ball to the rim. There was a couple of nice passes inside to her in that sequence, and she just kicked it back out. She was like five feet from the basket. Aubrey Allen, a 5'10 freshman. She did finally come to the bench after picking up her second foul. You don't want her to pick up her third one. It's Western ball. They lead 12 to 10. Shelberg tosses back out to the perimeter to Palmer Fortress. Now up top to Rhea hit wide right on the three-pointer. Cox with a rebound. Yeah, good box out on Aubrey Allen by Danica. Pass to Cox, top of the key to the right corner. Anderson inside to Cox. She draws a double team, gets it out to Anderson, launches the three-pointer off the rim. No good. The Cardinals are settling on the outside shot. Boy, and they've been stuck on 10 a long time. Back, they haven't scored yet this quarter. Here's a deep three. It's an air ball for Maddie Wolf in the right corner. Coldwater with another rebound. Bounce pass. Nice. There we go to Ellie Anderson. She Great broke away say. from the pack and ties the game up at 12s. A minute 36 and counting left to play in the first half. Maddie Wolf is blocked and Anderson hauls down the ball. Foley across the timeline. Now between the circles, long pass to Ellie Anderson. Wide open for three. It's an air ball. Hit with a rebound. Being fronted by Cox. The ball comes to Shelberg. Shelberg across the timeline to hit. Now hands off to the point guard, Palmer Fortress. A quick move to the right elbow. She tosses the ball to Maddie Wolf, but it was over her hands and out of bounds. Haley Adams in for Western, and we see Maya Porter back in for Coldwater. First appearance of the night as well for Jayla Sloan, 5'5 junior. Burkhart comes to the bench. And Ellie Foley getting a breather as well. 12-12 tie, under a minute left to play in the quarter. Cox on the right elbow, draws a double team. Finds Anderson, and now Van Aken to reset. Maya Porter on the left wing, lobs the ball to Cox, left elbow to the baseline, back out to the perimeter. Cox gets the ball again. She's on the right elbow, tries to split the double team, kicks the ball out to Anderson. Three-pointer is off the rim. Hit with a rebound. Long pass to Bailey Stewart on the left wing. Breaks away from her defender. Her jumper from inside the arc was short. We get a whistle, and... We have a Western foul. Yep. Maya Porter grabbed that rebound. She got fouled, and the reason she got it was because Danica did the job boxing out on her girl. We're tied at 12, 26 seconds to go in the half. It has been a low-scoring one here in the second quarter. Nicole Shelberg picking up her second foul on the team seven, so it's just a one-and-one for Maya Porter. The front end spins off the rim. Hit came up with a rebound. Western wants to run, but the Cardinals get the interception underneath the Western basket. Van Aken. Now across the timeline, tosses to Maya Porter. Bounce pass to Cox. Off balance. 
give it to Sloan. Three-pointer off the back of the rim. Rebound taken away from Maya Porter by Western Ray. hit with a 30-footer from the top of the key. Fall short. So after one half of girls basketball, it is Coldwater 12 and Western 12. Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report, along with the announcement of our listeners' choice winner, Coming up in three minutes, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's your birthday, and El Cerrito wants to say... Happy birthday, Panchita! Happy birthday to you. So come in, enjoy a great meal, and for dessert, they'll serve you up a free dish of fried ice cream. It's no wonder everyone loves dining at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, along with friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and a festive atmosphere. Stop by for your birthday or any day. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC under Understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskewood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. To whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros that serve pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties a call today at 517 278 5261. That's 517 278 5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. Hey Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business, so that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. It's halftime here at Western High School. In a real defensive battle, it's Coldwater 12 and Western 12 in varsity girls basketball action. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. 
When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. A scoring for Coldwater, Riley Van Aken with a three-pointer, Ellie Anderson with four to lead the way, Coley Burkhart with two, and Maya Porter with a three-pointer. That's Coldwater's 12 points. For the Western Panthers, Palmer Fortress and Aubrey Allen with four apiece, Maddie Wolf and Bailey Stewart with two apiece, that's their 12 points. By the quarters, 10-8 in the first for Coldwater, 4-2 in the second for Western. Wow. <laughs> Just, and the Cardinals with that 8-0 lead to start the game. Uh, boy, have just been totally shut down by this Panther defense. They're pretty well, uh, whether they're playing zone or man, they're pretty well just daring the Cardinals to shoot outside, and, and the Cardinals have obliged, and they have one three out of, uh, I would guess, at least a dozen attempts as they just haven't been able to get it inside. And then when they did, when Danica got it inside a few times, um, uh, just not taking advantage of going to the rim and drawing a foul or, or such. But I'm sure uh, Coach Smoker is probably going over that at halftime, but we've got to get the ball inside a little bit and uh, and uh, attack that zone a little more. The uh, Parma really got their feet settled by throwing long cross-court passes that opened up some people and uh, – their ball movement was very crisp once they got into the game and defensively as well. So, like Sean mentioned earlier, this this game uh, uh, at the Floyd Eby was extremely close. This is the third-place team in the league. They were hit hard with graduation losses, but, boy, they've got uh, – I think they had a strong JV team a year ago, and they are looking really strong here so far in this first half. So, as Coach Smoker said, uh, boy, that, that big win over uh, Northwest Tuesday is going to be for naught if they can't pull this one through tonight. Okay, now on to the other business at hand. Uh, we said that uh, we are going to announce the winner of our listeners' choice polling. We got the poll up last weekend, and... Uh, we can say that uh, we received a total of 654 votes, which is uh, outstanding. So uh, thanks to everyone who uh, put in a vote. And uh, we can tell you that uh, in a landslide decision, the Manawan Coldwater girls basketball game next Tuesday won, and it wasn't even close. Uh, they received... 89.6% of the votes, 586 total. The other choice, the boys' basketball game up at Loy Norks next Tuesday, only received 68 total votes, or 10.4%. Well, thanks to thanks to you voters and uh, fans. Uh, and Quinn and you will get to stay at home Tuesday then. We're on the air at 645. Well, in either case, we would have been on the air at 645. But uh, one less road trip at a-okay with us. <laughs> we'll have scores, of course, from the boys' game to pass along, too. So uh, winner, winners either way, for sure. So uh, what's the turnover situation looking like uh, for our game right now, the girls' yeah. basketball? We did have uh, 
Uh, Panthers had eight in that first quarter, just three in that second when they made their run, so 11 total. Cardinals, very good total, five in the first quarter, just two in their second quarter, so seven altogether. So not the problem there. They're taking care of the ball, just uh, need to do a little more offensively. Back with the second half in two minutes, your halftime score, Coldwater 12, Western 12. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTBB. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. You're listening to the end of this game and the end of our boys' contests for our McDonald's Players of the Game, brought to you by your local area McDonald's restaurants. Coldwater ball to start the second half, moving from right to left across your radio dial. Western from left to right as we have switched sides. The Cardinals and the Western Panthers are tied at 12 apiece. Coldwater starters back out on the floor. Van Aken, Foley, Anderson, Burkhardt, and Porter. Maya Porter lobs the ball to Coley Burkhardt on the right elbow, trying to get it back outside. Loose ball chased down by Maya Porter, and she... Heard footsteps coming from her defender, Palmer Fortress, and it looks like Fortress, Maddie Wolf, Bailey Stewart, Rhea Hitt, and Nicole Shelberger back out on the floor for the Panthers. Shelberg with a couple of fouls. She takes a shot from the right box low and gives the Panthers the lead once again, 14-12. Well, you can see what the Panthers talked about at halftime. Get the ball inside. Now, let's see if the Cardinals can do likewise. They settled a lot on trying to take perimeter shots, and they weren't dropping like they were Tuesday night up at Northwest. Uh, right there is, is an example. Maya Porter's three-pointer rolled off the rim, and Western gets the rebound. 
Ray a hit, top of the key, being guarded by Ellie Foley in the man-to-man defense. Gets it to Maddie Wolf, bounce it to Nicole Shelberg on the right corner. Draws a double team, screen set by Wolf. Ball is poked away, stolen by Maya Porter. She pulls up on the perimeter. Now get it top of the key to Van Aken. Burkhart inside to Foley, left it short. She had Ray a hit in her face, and hit comes up with a rebound. Hit, top of the key. Get it to Shelberg on the left wing. Inside it comes to Wolf. Turnaround shot. Miss gets her own rebound. Takes it from the right blocks. Bounces a couple times. Did not drop. Hit uh, Wolf with a third rebound. Gets the ball out to Palmer Fortress. She drives inside. Ellie Foley gets knocked over. And unfortunately, Foley is going to be assessed the foul. Yeah, Ellie trying to draw the charge there that she usually gets one at least every game. But Well, interestingly, Riley Van Aken picks up the foul, her first, team first the second half. Boy, Maddie Wolf, a 5'4 senior. She is a little spark plug. She got two offensive rebounds on that possession, and just uh, she's uh, been a real spark for the panthers palmer fortress missed both of her free throws might free throw shooting factor into the outcome of this game again like it did back in january and we'll see how it plays out 6 15 left first quarter it's western leading 14 to 12 ball poked away and hauled in by palmer fortress now maya a little careless dribbling there just took it right away Hit, kicks the ball out to the perimeter. Now left corner three, Fortress misses. Shelberg collects the rebound, gets it out to Bailey Stewart. Now out to Wolf. Back to Stewart, runs on the curl. Shot is short, may have been blocked. Foley comes up with it. Foley, long pass ahead to Maya Porter. Better get this layup. Yes, she does. Nice assist up ahead by Foley. It's not often that we see the Cardinals score in transition in this game. Maya using her left hand. Ellie Foley coming off that big Tuesday night game with 20 points is not scored yet tonight. We're tied at 14, so not for long. Palmer Fortress sings along too, just inside the line, left side. It's 16-14 after that exchange of baskets. Here's Maya Porter. Riley Van Aken, top of the key. Moves to her right, 30 feet away. Ball comes back to Porter. Porter to Van Aken on the left wing. Drives to the baseline. Jumper was short. Ball out of bounds off of Shelberg, who was battling for the rebound, along with uh, Burkhart. Porter out. Cox in for the Cardinals, who trail by two. 4.56 left third quarter. Foley inbounds to Anderson. Up top, it comes to Burkhart. Here's Danica Cox back out to the right wing. Van Aken for three. Oh, did the Cardinals need that one? They have a one-point lead, 17-16, 4:41, and counting left third quarter. Hit with the ball, drives to the left blocks, fake shoots, misses, left it short. Van Aken with the rebound. Here come the Cardinals. Ball poked away from her sideline right. She was hoping for the foul. She got it. She got it. No, she, uh, it doesn't look like she did. It's just out of bounds. Yeah, I guess so. I, the official was showing the push, but I'm not sure what that was for. Well, they did put a second foul up on Raya Hit, so I stand corrected. It just hasn't been announced by our announcer for, for once. The cat caught his tongue. 
Here come the Western Panthers after Coldwater miss. The foul on Ray ahead, also the first of the second half for the Panthers. Ball knocked away by Coldwater, this end of the floor to our right. 4-11 left third quarter. Coldwater up 17-16. Inbounded to Shelberg, bounce pass to the left corner. Bailey Stewart, defenders come out on her. Whistle on a foul underneath the rack. Yep, it's going to be a Danica Cox. That'll be her second, team second of the half. Panthers inbound underneath. Comes to Shelberg off of her hands. Cox was going after it, but Shelberg came after it. Reach and foul on Ellie Foley. This time that'll be her second. Uh-oh. Aubrey Allen just came into the Panther lineup. She uh, had a, a really good first half. She also picked up a couple fouls in the second quarter. That's why five, she came in. Five. A five-second call was not made. Ball almost stolen by the Cardinals. Now we're going to get a tie-up. Possession arrow to the maroon and gold of the Western Panthers. Boy, the Panthers held that ball for had to be about seven seconds. Palmer Fortress to inbound to our immediate right. And it comes to Maddie Wolf. Riley Van Aken guarding her. Aubrey Allen setting a screen, trying to the give and go. Ball poked away. Ball landed on at midcourt by Danica Ooh. Cox. Gets it to Riley Van Aken. Here's a long two from the right elbow. Missed by Van Aken. Loose ball is going to be collected by Maddie Wolf. Wolf cross courts it to Ray. A hit. Gets past Foley. Layup missed. And Anderson comes up with a rebound. A lot of bodies hitting the deck all over the place. Fortunately, no one's gotten hurt. Cardinals still lead by one. 17-16 pass inside to Cox. Trying to get past Allen. Trying to get it back outside to Anderson. Hit. Takes a hit on the floor. And is helped up by both Cox and Anderson. It'll be Coldwater ball. Bella Brushaver coming in for Maddie Wolf, who took a little bit of collateral damage in all that fast action. Coldwater ball to our left, gets it to Anderson, and now Van Aken launches left corner three. Air ball off of Foley's hands. Cardinals saved it, tried to get it back out to Coley Burkhart, but she was not expecting the pass. The ball lands in the Coldwater bench. Yeah, Danica got the offensive rebound, but then... Threw it away on the sideline. Timeout, Western. Oh, that's settled things down a little bit. 17-16, Coldwater on top of Western. Boy, this we had gotten ragged. Well, we had a referee hit the deck here as well. He, uh, he tripped over Coley Burkhart as he was heading back the other way. Danica Cox with a couple of real aggressive plays out there. And uh, one steal in a scrum here at midcourt. And then she got an offensive rebound at the other end, but couldn't quite uh, contain the pass. 17-16, it's Cardinals with this slim margin. Cardinals outscoring the Panthers thus far, 5-4. to four. The difference, that three-pointer that Riley Van Aken made. Yes, just the second one. 
by the Cardinals tonight. Third one, actually. Second Third. for Van Aken. All right. So that means nine of their 17 from the three line. Meanwhile, Western hasn't made a three-pointer yet tonight. And they've certainly contained uh, Rhea Hit, the freshman, their leading scorer. Again, it's worth pointing out she only scored two points in the loss to Arbor Prep on Wednesday. Yeah, that is a big jump in competition for sure. Western ball coming out of the timeout. It's inbounded to Kaylee Adams. Gets across the timeline, being guarded by Coley Burkhart. Now hit, has it on the right wing. Moving off a couple screens, cross courts to Palmer Fortress on the left wing. Nice bounce pass inside to Aubrey Allen. And she gives the Panthers the lead once again, 18-17. There's that long cross court pass again. And then the Cardinals trying to close out on the shooter and they go right by him. Make a nice pass inside. Here comes Foley, baseline right side, trying to get it out to Anderson. It was intercepted by Hitt. Rhea Hitt has numbers. Pull-up jumper off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound Burkhart. Swear the referees must be getting winded having to go back and forth. Such a regular pace. Burkhart open for three, rolls off the rim. Ball tipped to Allen. Minute 54 and counting left to play in the third quarter. It is Coldwater trailing the Western Panthers 18 to 17. Ray ahead across the timeline. She's been held scoreless. The name matter so is Ellie Foley. Yep, paired up with each other here. Here's hit. Meets up with a double team along the baseline. Counts on. They're going to get a timeout called by Gina Fortress. Nice double team by Ellie Foley and Danica Cox on that drive down on the baseline. A minute 34 left in the third quarter. Cardinals trail by one, 18 to 17. Uh, tonight's other games in the Interstate 8 since it's a doubleheader night. Harper Creek is playing at Hastings, Penfield at Marshall, Lumen Christie at Northwest. On the girls' basketball side, after Coldwater Northwest uh, tied atop the league standings, you got Western in third place at six and three in the league, nine and eight overall. Marshall in fourth at five and four, eight and nine overall. Lumen Christie in fifth at three and six, seven and ten overall. Hastings and Penfield at two and seven. Saxon seven and ten overall. Penfield Panthers six and eleven overall. Harper Creek bringing up the rear at one and eight in the league, six and ten overall. Those are your girls' basketball standings. In the Interstate 8, heading into tonight's action. Aubrey Allen is blocked, and the loose ball picked up by Anderson coming out of the timeout. Long pass. Foley gets it to Burkhart. Now a drive inside. Van Aken can't finish, but she was fouled. Aubrey Allen, I believe, is going to pick up her third. You would be correct, and if you're a Cardinals fan, that's something that you want to see. She's been a difference maker for sure. So Riley at the line, chance to tie things up or take the lead. 36.8% free throw shooter coming in. First one spun off and didn't drop. Mentioned uh, the first meeting between these two teams. The Cardinals made just five baskets and yet won the game. That's because they went 22 of 34 from the free throw line that night. And they are having just about as much struggle tonight in the shooting department. Got to give that Panther defense a lot of credit. They uh, 
they have really been active and aggressive tonight. And the Cardinals have, have returned the favor. Second one off the rim, no good. Battle for the rebound was won by Western's Bailey Stewart. Four turnovers this quarter on the Cardinals, just two on Parma. Off a high screen set by Nicole Shelberg. Here comes Bailey Stewart to the blocks. Jumper missed from the baseline. Burkhart with a rebound. Porter to Foley. Yep, Coley with four rebounds on the night now. Pass comes to Riley Van Aken. She's top of the key. Bounce it to Burkhart. No, Foley on the left wing. 50 seconds left to play third quarter. Western up on Coldwater, 18 to 17. Here's Burkhart driving to the baseline. Kick it out to Anderson. Long jumper is good from 15. Nicely done. Ellie got her feet set. Nice pass out by Coley. And Coldwater retakes the lead, 19-18. 31 seconds left to play in the third quarter. Here's Bella Brushaber being guarded by Riley Van Aken. Aubrey Allen on the left wing. Shelberg gets the ball to Bailey Stewart, takes a 15-foot jumper, goes 17. Allen trying to save the ball and does to Kaylee Adams. Brushaber now back with it. 11 seconds left to play in the quarter. Bounce pass to Stewart on the right wing, being guarded by Foley. Going around the world, kick the ball to Kaylee Adams, running on the curl. Runner is going to bounce off the rim. Rebound by Riley Van Aken to end the third quarter with Coldwater up on the Western Panthers, 19-18. to Final quarter of regulation in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hala talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house. Increased clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility. And we can design zero entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hala Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit Matt Hale at homes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Coldwater outscored Western in the third quarter, 7-6. They lead the game 19-18. Riley Van Aken and Ellie Anderson with six apiece. Maya Porter with five. Coley Burkhart with two. For Western... Palmer Fortress and Aubrey Allen with six. Two each for Nicole Shelberg, Bailey Stewart, and Maddie Wolf. Of note, Ellie Foley for Coldwater. Ray a hit for Western without points up to this point. Coldwater ball to start the final quarter. Riley Van Aken with a jumper from the right elbow. Missed. Rebound by Anderson. She's sandwiched by a double team, and the ball is stolen by Aubrey Allen, who's still on the floor despite her third fouls, incidentally. Allen top of the key, launches a three-pointer, bounces off the rim, hits the top of the support structure, giving the ball back to Coldwater. Aubrey Allen showing some range here, shooting from the top of the key. Hadn't seen her uh, beyond the the layup range before that. 
Here comes Ellie Foley moving off a high screen by Coley Burkhardt, taking it to the rack and shooting over Aubrey Allen, and that's Foley's first basket of the night. Cardinals up three, 21 to 18. Other end of the floor, here's Maddie Wolf. Give it inside to Shelberg. Ball broke away by Coley Burkhardt, and it was last touch by Shelberg. It's cold water ball. I think we're going to give Burkhardt a block on that. It was a good defensive movement. These last two possessions, Coley comes out, sets a screen on Foley's guard. Like she did there. Now the pass inside to Maya Porter. She couldn't handle it. <laughs> Ken Smoker thought it was last touch by Western, and it is going to be cold water ball. Ellie Foley goes to the referee and brushes her hands, saying, hey, that, that was touch. He says, yeah, I got it. I got it. The petition worked. The Foley will trigger. Underneath, gets it to Coley Burkhart, left wing. To Van Aken between the circles. Coley trying to set a screen, but Van Aken still stuck between the circles with Maddie Wolf following her. Another screen set by Burkhart. Here's a drive to the baseline. Take it to the rack and score. Boy, that's uh, two layups using that Coley Burkhart screen at the top. This is their biggest lead for the Cardinals since 8 nothing. Way back in the start of the game, and Gina uh, Fortress recognizes this. Takes a sixty, uh, takes a thirty-second timeout rather. Six twenty-six left to play in the fourth quarter. Coldwater up twenty-three to eighteen. Well, a nice uh, little adjustment by Coach Smoker. Cardinals have just struggled tonight to get any sort of uh, shots, and uh, he had Coley Burkhart come out. It was with Foley this last time with Van Aken to uh, screen her girl, and then the girls take it hard to the hoop. They're either going to get fouled or, or a layup, and they've been able to extend this lead now. It should be noted that Coldwater now has made nine field goals compared to the five that they had the entire game back in January. Finally, a little separation here. 6.26 to go, lots of time, but... Cardinals now with this five-point lead. Ray a hit back in, inbounds to Maddie Wolf. Riley Van Aken is guarding her. Shelberg trying to set a screen for Wolf, clogged up, gets the ball to Kaylee Adams. Now Maya Porter comes out on her defensively, has to hand off to hit. Still hasn't scored yet tonight. Turnaround shot, trying to get it inside to Adams. Ball was stolen. Foley came up with it. Yeah, Foley with a steal. That was excellent. Switching by the Cardinals. Here's Maya Porter, left corner, out to Foley, launching a three-pointer from the left wing, bounces off the rim, one and done. Wolf comes up with a rebound. Wolf pulls up on the left elbow, gets it out to Shelberg, three-pointer, shimmies in and out, rebound Maya Porter, and Maddie Wolf kind of gets a soft foul, it looks like. So we have Ellie Anderson now with five rebounds on the night. We have Van Aken with four. Three for Burkhart and Foley and Danica Cox and Maya. <laughs> so a lot of balance there on the boards for the Cardinals. Maddie Wolf picking up her second foul. Team fouls even at three apiece. So we're a ways away from free throw shooting. Here's Anderson, rather uh, Maya Porter left corner. Nice pass inside from Foley. Inside to Burkhart, but she was blocked. Shelberg comes up with a loose ball. Here's Palmer Fortress giving to Shelberg, and now 
Wolf around to the right corner. Three-pointer is good for Bailey Stewart. That's the first three-pointer of the game for the Panthers. The lead is down to two, 23-21. Ellie Anderson limping down to the court here. And they're going to get a referee's timeout here to tend to Ellie. Ellie in some distress here. Now Coach Ken Smoker is coming to check on the six-foot sophomore. We're going to probably get Danica in. Yep. Danica, really the only sub tonight that has had many minutes as Ellie limps to the bench. Comes to the bench with a nice round of applause. Six points. Co-leading the team along, well, Riley Van Aken now leading uh, all scorers with eight points. Ellie Anderson not that far behind with six. Back underway, live action. Maya Porter, three-pointer, leaves it just short, but it almost dropped. Maddie Wolf came up with a rebound. Long pass ahead to Bailey Stewart, left wing, being guarded by Riley Van Aken. Bounce pass was stolen by Maya Porter. Hits the deck. Coley Burkhart gets it to Van Aken there now across the timeline. Van Aken to the baseline. Cox calling for it. Ball comes out to Foley to reset. Now Cox on the right elbow. Being picked up defensively by Shelberg. Now out to Van Aken. Skid stop back out to Cox. Now Van Aken right wing three. Off the rim. One and done. Hit with a rebound. 4-14 and counting left to play in regulation. Got to start thinking about that, unfortunately. Coldwater up two. 23-21. Ray a hit with the ball. Tosses right wing to Maddie Wolf. Wolf trying to shake and bake around Maya Porter. Pass deflected, and Bailey Stewart couldn't handle it. Went out of bounds to the Western bench. Coldwater ball. Yep, few more turnovers here in this quarter. Four just in this quarter on the Panthers, just one on the Cardinals. Coldwater takes a timeout. 3.54 left to play in the fourth quarter. 23-21, the Cardinals up on the Panthers. It was a light non-conference slate on a Tuesday. Aside from Coldwater getting the win up at Jackson Northwest, 57-51. Penfield beat your Homer Trojan, 66-53. And Marshall lost to Edwardsburg, 51-24. And as we mentioned, Western lost at Arbor Prep on Wednesday, 72-41. Uh, however, we do, uh, we do have a couple of scores of note. Northwest leading Lumen Christian girls basketball at the half, 29 to 11, and Marshall leading Penfield after three quarters, 32 to 20. Why well, the Cardinals had that five-point lead now been uh, cut to two by their first three-point basket of the night by the Panthers. Both teams just playing such aggressive. In your face defense tonight. 354 to go. The Cardinals break the huddle. Danica Cox in for Ellie Anderson. Well, Anderson is at the scores table. Ah, she is, yes. But she'll stay there a while as play is resumed. Ellie. Foley getting the ball across the timeline. Riley Van Aken, Danica Cox, Coley Burkhart, Maya Porter, the five on the floor for the Lady Cards, who lead by two. Panthers have went to a zone here, 2-3. Foley is between the circles. Now Van Aken back right. 
Gets the ball to Burkhardt inside to Cox. Draws a double team, draws a triple team, loses a ball. It's stolen by Fortress. But Porter gets it back and is fouled. Maya Porter with her fifth steal of the night. She's the team leader, and uh, we can see why tonight. This last possession down here at the western end, she had great anticipation and come up with that uh, steal. Fortress with her first foul, team fourth, first to two, good for Maya Porter. The lead is back up to three, 24-21 Coldwater. Again, Maya Porter uh, in the free throw line, about 64% coming in, 27-42. Anderson back in now for Danica Cox. Second one is good as well for Porter. She now has seven. And the Cardinals have a two-possession lead, 25-21, 3.20 left. Again, in regulation, the way this game is being played, Brushaber with the ball for Western. Hit calling for it. Instead, it'll be passed to Wolf, right corner. Bounce it inside to Palmer Fortress. Now back out to the perimeter. Three-pointer was missed by Shelberg. Rebound, put back by Wolf. Hits the side of the glass, but Wolf tracks down the loose ball. Immediately double-team. Nola Cass has to get it back out of trouble. Raya Hit has it. Drives, gives it to the baseline. Now back outside, Brushaber cross-courts it to the 1400 section, the student section here at Western. Another turnover for the Panthers. Yeah. Six in this quarter in uh, less than six minutes. Cardinals lead by four, 25-21. Token pressure coming from Maddie Wolf. Porter gets it to Foley across the timeline. 2.40 left in the game. Now a double team comes out on Foley. She's in trouble. Yep, Coach Smoker wisely gets the timeout. Yeah, Ellie Foley was double teamed. Panthers were in a trapping zone that time. And and, uh, just uh, wisely, Ellie Foley wisely hanging on to it. So to avoid a turnover. In case you missed it, uh, during our Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report, the results of the Listener's Choice voting came in, and uh, it, it wasn't even close. Next Tuesday, we'll be broadcasting the Madawan Coldwater Girls Basketball game. In our Listener's Choice polling, it picked up almost 90% of the votes, 586 total, compared to 68 voting for the Coldwater Boys Basketball game that would also be going on next Tuesday up at Loy Norris. Hey, we want to send out a congratulations to... Uh, Colin Jr., Reese Williams, cracked the 1,000-point barrier last night for her Colin Magi as they defeated Athens. Hitting that mark is just a junior over there. You know who else has uh, hit the 1,000-point club? Penfield's uh, girls' basketball standout, Kaylee Glidden. Absolutely. The Cardinals play at Penfield next Friday. It's Coldwater ball coming out of the timeout. Maya Porter inbounds looking for Ellie Foley. The ball was intercepted by Bailey Stewart. She runs out of room. Ball is picked up in the backcourt by Porter. Porter, another steal. Now Foley inside to Anderson. Now to Van Aken. Back out to Foley. It comes from Maya Porter. Foley draws a double team. Get the ball to Burkhart. Now Anderson, right corner. Panthers trapping all over the floor. Van Aken between the circles. Bounce pass to Porter. Now back to Van Aken. 
Cross courts it to Anderson. Under two minutes now. Pass to Ellie Foley. She and Rhea hit collide. Ball out of bounds to the Panthers. There's no foul. The Western fans wanted the foul call on Foley. Coach Smoker uh, <laughs> pounding that ball on the court. He disgusted there wasn't a foul on that play. Minute 50 and counting left to play in the fourth quarter. Cardinals hanging on to a four-point lead. Western almost, oh, they get another steal. The Cardinals steal the ball. Riley Van Aken with that pilfer layup is going to drop this one. Oh, what a huge steal by Riley Van Aken. Takes it coast to coast. She was losing control of the ball at the end, but gathered it enough to lay it in. Maddie Wolf, who came back to defend after the steal, picks up her third foul on the team fifth. It's a six-point lead for the Lady Cards, 27-21. A free throw here from Van Aken. It becomes a three-possession game. It's down. It's up. It's short off the rim. And the rebound by Palmer Fortress. Hands off to Rhea Hit. Deep three, top of the key. It's good! It's the first of the game! Oh, that was way out there. A good five feet beyond the arc. From downtown Spring Arbor. And it's a three-point lead. Ellie Foley is fouled at the back court, uh, right at the midcourt stripe. The foul on Bailey Stewart, her first, and the team sixth. They have one more foul to give. Well, Coldwater's now in the bonus, really, so I better believe uh, Ellie Foley might try to get fouled by Palmer Fortress. Now the bounce pass comes to Burkhart. Back to Foley. Here comes Fortress trying to reach in. Oh, a collision between her and Bailey Stewart. Foley gets up. One minute and eight seconds left. Cardinals clinging to this three-point lead. Ellie Foley is going to make her way kind of gingerly to the line. One and one. The foul on Bailey Stewart is her second, and again, that's a team seventh, and unfortunately for Coach Gina Fortress, Ellie Foley is the team's best free-throw shooter and a 70% clip. Front end on the one and one, bounces off the rim, rebound by Bailey Stewart. Ball top of the key to Ray hit. Shot from 10, a short ball tip. It's going to be tracked down by Burkhart. Immediately doubled up. Porter to Foley. Foley to Van Aken. Still in the backcourt. Now gets across the reach and foul. Palmer Fortress. That'll be her second in the team eighth. If you're Coach Dina Fortress, Riley Van Aken is the person that you want at the free throw line. Boy, just the Panthers just all over the court. Double teaming. Their quickness. On this trap has been amazing. Van Aken 0 of 3 so far tonight from the free throw line. Front end of the 1 and 1 is good. She gets a bonus. And the Cardinals have hit some clutch free throws in the past. Here's another one by Riley. 51 seconds to go. Back end of the 1 and 1. Bounces off the back of the rim. Hit flies in for the rebound. It's a two possession game. 28 24. Timeout. Gina Fortress. to go. Neither fan base excited about the refereeing here in the last few minutes. You can probably hear the Western fans. We're amongst them here, opposite the Cardinal fans. And uh, Coach Smoker definitely thinking there should have been more fouls 
on his Cardinals as they're trying to hang on to the ball here and run clock. And the Panthers, very aggressive defensively. 28-24 Cardinals, 46.7 seconds left. Got to start thinking about that R word, regulation. Well, the Cardinals, that was a big free throw by Riley that last time down. 15 turnovers on the Cardinals now facing this kind of defensive pressure. That's an outstanding number. 21 now on the Panthers as the Cardinal defense has been there tonight as well. (laughs) Cardinals have outscored Western in the fourth quarter, 9-6. Both of Western's points... uh, Field goals, rather, have come from the three-point line, including the first from Raya Hit all night. Hit now has the ball cut off at the inside the free throw line. Here's another three-pointer taken by Kaylee Adams. Missed ball tipped. Did Maya Porter ball knocked out of her hands and out of bounds? Yep. Maya had it knocked out by Allen, but it's going to be Cardinal ball. Maya's going to inbound. Panthers full court. Yeah, Aubrey Allen checked back in during that Western timeout. The ball inbounded to Coley Burkhart. Yep, An immediate foul. I think uh, that's Kaylee Adams getting the foul there. So it's going to be Coley at the line. She looked really good there earlier for a couple. And coming in about 62%, but two of two tonight. Still a one and one. Yep. It'll be the last one and one as that is Western's ninth foul. 32.8 seconds left to play in regulation. Friend on the one and one bounces off the rim, does not go in. Battle for the rebound was stolen away by Maya Porter, and she scores a layup. What an opportunistic play by Porter. Wasn't really a steal, it more just glanced off the hands of the Western players battling for the rebound. Now hit, other end on the floor for three. <laughs> She saves it for the end of the game. 30 to 27, 10 seconds left. Cardinals trying to inbound, gets it to Burkhart. She wants to get the timeout. She draws a triple team. Will she get the timeout? I'm not sure if she had a timeout left. We don't have that on the scoreboard, but. Palmer Fortress among the triple team that sandwiched Holy Burkhart. That'll be her third, now the team 10th. Coldwater does indeed have a timeout left with 6.6 seconds left, and they take it. Leading 30-27, to 27, Burkhart to the line for two as Fortress's third foul is also the team 10th on the Panthers. Down here on that missed free throw by Burkhart, there was about three Panthers that had their hands on the rebound. It went off all of them right into the lap of Maya Porter for that outstanding layup to give him this three-point lead. And then Raya I was going to say it was six at the time, and then Raya hit, took it the other end of the floor and drained another clutch three-pointer. Hit with six there in just these last couple possessions. Every point scored by Western in the fourth quarter has been from the three-point line after uh, not making one the previous three quarters. Tremendous range by hit on those two. And uh, uh, to make matters even more interesting, those were the first six points scored by Rhea Hitt. She had been shut out the other three quarters. Well, and Maya was really smart taking the ball out after that hit three-point basket. She just took her time, 
taking it. It was about 11 seconds when she took the ball out. And there's now 6.6 when she got it into Burkhardt, and she was fouled. Coming out of the timeout, it's Coley Burkhardt back the line. And now it's two shots. Yep. First one. Good. It's now a two-possession game, 31-27. That should should seal it right there. No fouls. Coach Smoker yelling. Apparently, Western did not have a timeout left when Maya took that ball out of bounds. Second one. Rattles does not go in. Hit comes up with a rebound. Four seconds left. It's a four-point lead. Hit with a three-pointer. Bounces off the rim. Game over. Coldwater sweeps the season series, but Western did not make it easy by any stretch of the imagination. Final score, 31-27. Coldwater improves to 17-1 overall. 10-1 in the Interstate 8. Western drops to 9-9 overall. 6-4 in the league. Between games report coming up in three minutes for listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hi, Sam here with CEM Supply in Coldwater, Michigan. Our customer base consists of large manufacturing facilities right down to the walk-in residential customer. It's amazing. Here's the short list of the products we represent, stock, and sell. Lincoln Welders, Champion Air Compressors, Karcher Pressure Washers, Myers and AY McDonald Pumps, Milwaukee Generac, Wright, Jet, and Wilton Tools, just to name a few. We also stock all the consumables including roller chain, belts, bearings, welding wire, grinding cutoff, and flap discs, plus tons of fasteners. Did I mention we also offer service and repair on the products we sell? We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps in-house. CEM also has a large inventory of electric motors in stock, and we're a do-it-best distributor. CEM Supply, 178 West Garfield Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., and 8 a.m. until noon on Saturdays. Call 517 517- 278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. If you're a farmer, your land is your work site. Maybe hunting land or maybe your home, but mostly your land is your investment. Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater knows that your land is your legacy. And to grow it, you may want to expand. How do you do that with rising interest rates and record low inventory? You contact us here at Midwestern Realty Group. We are opportunity creators. As our name implies, we are a group, a team really, of 18 real estate professionals. With over 300 combined years of experience that works for you. Half our team owns lake property and or vacant land. All of our team owns property. We know what we're doing through the highs and lows of real estate sales. We're one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. Put our team and experience to work for you. For farmland, vacant land, vacation and hunting land, or for your dream home. We're ready to provide you opportunity. I'm Jill. I'm Doug. I'm Carrie. Michelle here. I'm Sharon. And this is Jim Bowers. And we are Midwestern Realty Group at 685 East Chicago Road in Coldwater and online at MidwesternRealty.com. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Just like basketball.
all, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Western High School. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy, Mike's side. Boy, was that an interesting game we saw unfold between us uh, for the girls. Coldwater getting the win 31-27. to That almost mirrors the final score of the January game, which was, of course, 34-29. Boy, it was. It was one hard-fought battle. Both teams uh, being aggressive defensively. Offense at a real premium, trying to find ways to score against each other. Just uh, just an outstanding girls game here in the opener. So for the victorious Cardinals, who improved to 17-1 overall, 10-1 in the Interstate 8, they should stay tied atop the Interstate 8. Uh, league standings with Jackson Northwest because uh, Northwest was leading Lumen Christie after three, 41 to 22. But anyway, for the Cardinals, Riley Van Aken led all scorers tonight with 11. Maya Porter with nine, six for Ellie Anderson, three for Coley Burkhart, two for Ellie Foley. That was Coldwater's 31 points. For the Western Panthers, they dropped to nine and nine overall, six and four in the interstate, eight. Palmer Fortress, Rhea Hitt, and Aubrey Allen with six apiece. Five for Bailey Stewart, two for Maddie Wolf, two for Nicole Shelberg. That was their 27. By the quarters, 10-8 in the first for Coldwater, 4-2 in the second for Western, 7-6 in the third, 12-9 in the fourth, all favoring the Lady Cards. From the free throw line, Coldwater 6-14, Western 0-4, so I knew... Free throw shooting was going to be uh, the difference maker in this game. I didn't think it was going to be in that way. Well, we'll uh, let's go through our uh, stats before Coach gets out here. 21 turnovers on Western, 15 on the Cardinals, and that, that is for the pressure they face. That's a pretty darn good total. Nice. Riley Van Aken, four rebounds, three steals. Kara Miller had a rebound. Ellie Foley, three rebounds, three assists, two steals. We had uh, Jayla Sloan in for just a real brief time. Ellie Anderson, five rebounds, two steals, and a block. We had Coley with four rebounds, or make it five, two uh, assists, and one steal, two blocks. Maya Porter, Four rebounds, six steals. Danica Cox, three rebounds, an assist, and a steal. And here's Coach Smoker. Oh, it's just like the game back in January. Yeah, uh, except we made free throws that game. We didn't make them today. Well, <laughs> 6 of 14 versus 0 and 0 4 for Western. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that is a big plus then, I guess. Boy, you had to just scramble for ways to score tonight. Just what a what a struggle at both ends. Yeah, it was, and um, like they aren't very happy in there. But I said the outcome could have been a lot worse. 
And there's we we call it the three three C's, and then we remind them every game. We got to communicate, we got to compete, and we got when we have to uh, have confidence. And I'm going to say that all three of them were absent today. And I think today was a case where we actually played. Uh, we went out there f- afraid to lose, played not to lose, as opposed to played to win. Because could you guys hear them? Talking on the floor, you got your yeah. headsets on. We yeah. weren't talking a L- little bit during the first quarter, not so much the rest of the yeah, way. Yeah, we, we struggled communicating, and I just told them we're a good basketball team. When we have all three of those present, we're a great basketball team, like we were Tuesday and last Friday. And all I said is, this got to be a lesson to you guys. Those three C's got to be there. Two of them are a choice: communicating, right. com- competing, but you have to have confidence. And I just said, hopefully, this is a lesson for us, but. I told them, you better walk out of that locker room with your head held high because you won, and it could have been a lot worse. We had you with 15 turnovers, Coach, with against that kind of defense. Pretty good total. Uh, yeah, and they were running that 1-3-1 just like Northwest did. And that's where I tell you that we weren't competent because it took forever for me to finally get them to understand we were playing our 2-1-2 that we played the whole second half at Northwest. We had three people up top against an odd thing. And nothing was working. and But, hey, we pulled it out at the end. Coley made a big free throw there. Maya has a big steal on a miss and puts it right back up. But, hey, we'll take it. You, you, I noticed an adjustment coming out of the fourth quarter. You had Coley set a couple high screens out here and got a couple layups out of it. Yeah, actually, she, Ellie called her up there to do it for her. So, you know what I tell them? They just got to go out and play basketball. I, I can't tell them everything to do. And, and, and they played enough. They they realize it too. They're not robots out there. It was just one of those nights. I, you know, I was worried after that big emotional win Tuesday, but and but but we survived. Well, coming up on Tuesday, uh, you'll be glad to hear that. Uh, you know, we had our listeners' choice polling uh, between uh, your game against Madawan on Tuesday and the boys' game, and it was a landslide win for us covering uh, your game Tuesday against Manawan. Well, I think they added something on it. They said, would you rather listen to Coach Smoker or Coach Buckland afterwards? <laughs> no. that's. <laughs> I think uh, my girls did a really uh, good job of promoting that and sending that uh, stuff out to a lot of their friends and family, which helped. But they'll be excited to know that you're going to be at our game. So uh, any uh, thoughts on uh, the matchup at this uh, point? Nope. I have uh, both of their uh, film from both their Portage Central game. They played them earlier in the year and just recently, and that'll be my job uh, this weekend. Ken Smoker, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals. Uh, we'll see you Tuesday for Listener's Choice Night. Okay, thanks, guys. It's Ken Smoker thanks, joining folks. us on our post-game show. Coldwater getting a 31-27 win over Western, and now on to our McDonald's player of the game. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of Couple candidates there for sure. Uh, would they happen to be cousins? <laughs> yes, they would. As a matter of fact, um, yeah, I thought Riley and and Maya were both outstanding tonight. Um, Riley uh, is really getting the hang offensively, you know, getting a little more aggressive, looking for her shot. And Maya with those six steals and and just timely, timely plays. Just uh, on both parts. So congratulations to Riley Van Aken and to Maya Porter, our McDonald's players of the game.
Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. It's February, so that means two things. The start of winter postseason events is upon us, as is the announcement of our Scholar-Athlete Award winners. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The first winter postseason events get started this week with team and individual wrestling districts. That's followed by boys and girls skiing regionals the following week with UP boys and girls swimming and diving finals on February 18th. The next seven weeks will be very hectic. If you're looking for tickets, radio broadcasts, or live streams, we've got you covered. Tickets for all of our postseason events, no matter the sport, can be found right on our website. Just go to MHSAA.com, click the sport you're interested in, and then purchase tickets. It's that easy. If you're looking for a live stream of a tournament event, check out NFHSnetwork.com. Hundreds of basketball games will be available, as well as team wrestling finals, individual wrestling finals, hockey semifinals and finals, competitive cheer finals, gymnastics finals, and swimming and diving finals. Both the boys and girls basketball finals will air live on Valley Sports Detroit. Can't be at a game or able to watch it? You can listen to the hockey semifinals and finals and the boys and girls basketball semifinals and finals by going to MHSAAnetwork.com. And be sure to check us out online for updated scores, brackets, and write-ups of all the biggest games. The next seven weeks will fly by. Don't miss anything. Visit us at MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to West Bloomfield's India Davis. She poured in 21 points in a 59-49 win over the defending Division II champs Detroit Edison. The Lakers are the defending Division I champs and are off to a 13-2 start this season. North Farmington's Ryan Hurst. The senior had 22 points in a 13-point win over previously unbeaten Muskegon. 10 of Hurst's 22 came in the third quarter. And to Trevor Schroeder. The Dundee senior was swimmer of the meet at the Monroe County Swimming and Diving Championships. Schroeder was first in the 50 freestyle and butterfly, and he was on the first place 200 freestyle relay team, as Dundee also finished first as a team. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Two wrestlers are near the out-of-bounds line. The offensive wrestler is completely out-of-bounds while holding the defensive wrestler on his back. Only the defensive wrestler's shoulder is on the out-of-bounds line and nothing else is touching inbounds. What's the call? The officials should continue to let them wrestle. Wrestlers are considered inbounds if a total of two supporting points of either wrestler are inside or on the boundary line. They're also inbounds if a shoulder of the defensive wrestler or the hip of the offensive wrestler is inside or on the line. 
as both of these situations count as two points of contact. With the shoulder, it's also the scapula making contact, and with the hip, it's also the thigh. But if there are two points of contact inside or on the line, wrestling can continue. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. The first batch of MHSAA Farm Bureau Insurance Scholar-Athlete Award winners have been announced, with the second batch to be named next week and the final batch the week after that. The first group was 10 student-athletes from Class C and D schools, and each will receive a $2,000 college scholarship. Next week, the winners from Class B will be announced, followed by the winners from Class A after that. All 32 scholarship recipients will be recognized on March 25th during the MHSAA Boys Basketball Finals at the Breslin Student Event Center in East Lansing. This is the 34th year of the MHSAA Farm Bureau Insurance Scholar-Athlete Award Program, and to date, Farm Bureau has handed out nearly $1 million in scholarships. To be eligible, a student must have at least a 3.5 GPA on a 4.0 scale and have won at least one varsity letter in a sport with an MHSAA-sponsored postseason. To read about the first group of winners and for more information on the scholarship program, please go to MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week.